Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I do have a theory. Okay, uh, so I'm still talking about Spyfall Part 2, the second episode of the latest series of Doctor Who. Uh, If you're just joining me, I don't know why, but welcome aboard. Um, You've missed a lot. Go back. Catch up. Uh, (laughs) So... There is a scene that everyone's talking about online at the moment. Uh, there's too many people to mention, so hello everyone. Uh, and it is the scene between the Master and the Doctor where they're up on top of the Eiffel Tower and he says, oh, I never did I ever apologise for that thing at Jodrell Bank. And then he's like, yeah, good. Uh, Jodrell Bank is uh, a large radio telescope in the UK. And the implication is that they're talking about when the Tom Baker doctor, the fourth doctor, fell to his death and regenerated into Peter Davison because that was from a large radio telescope. But that was in the in the show called The Pharos Project. Uh, so, you know, it seems weird to be referring to it as Jodrell Bank. It wasn't even filmed at Jodrell Bank. Apparently it was supposed to and then they moved. Uh, but the first time the Master and... The Doctor met, which was back in 1971, uh, was at Beacon Hill, uh, which is also a radio telescope. And the Master set a bomb to blow up the Doctor, who he only just barely got our way with. Uh, So maybe that's what he's apologising for. Maybe Beacon Hill and the Pharos Project are just other names for Jodrell Bank. Who knows? Or are they... You know, maybe programs that are being run there, you know, like maybe, you know, you have the Commonwealth Games at a particular venue, but you don't call that venue the Commonwealth Games. So, you know, maybe the Pharos Project was something being run at Jodrell Bank. I don't know. Anyway, or a third option. What if, here we go, there is another, another 
moment that happens between them at Jodrell Bank, which we've never seen. And that is something that can be a big finish episode or it can be, <laughs> a, you know, a book that comes out or a comic book. Or there's many other installments in the Doctor Who canon. Uh, I don't know whether I'm going to go into them much in this podcast. Uh, I did want to bring up Ada Lovelace, uh, Lord Byron's daughter, who is considered to be the very first computer programmer ever because she designed some programs for Babbage's uh, different engine which is the machine we see in this episode uh ada lovelace has appeared in doctor who before most recently in an episode with tom baker and uh his uh, new companion uh who is a, a a policewoman uh played by jane slavin i know some 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 strange parallels between the show as it is now because yaz is a policewoman uh, although this is set in the 70s uh but yeah there there was an episode where they they meet ada lovelace and she's zipping in and out of time which because uh, she did have these weird fainting spells um so you know since she was 13 years old as she says in this episode that's not a, a made-up thing that was a real thing that happened Sorry, I'm having some coffee. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know if that is uh, that is something we want to track down. Should I should I have a listen to that again? I remember it being a little bit noisy. Uh, I mean, they're all noisy. They're audio adventures. You can't really do much visually with them, can you? They're just only in your ears. Uh, <laughs> but maybe, I'll, and also, it's part of a longer narrative. Like it's a it's a, it's two boxed sets that become one long story. I listened to was that the one I listened to when I did my half marathon? I was listening to a couple of them, the uh, the master plan episodes, which. Uh, very fun and very silly. Or maybe her Ada Lovelace one was a different one. Anyway, it was exciting. Uh, so, uh, what else is going on in this episode? There's so many things that I don't even know where to begin with the excitement. I was very excited about Graham shooting off his laser shoes. So much fun. Because uh, <laughs> they got all those gadgets in the first episode and then none of them were paid off. I was like... What? But that was just a bit of James Bond business for nothing. And then, oh, here we go. Here's the laser cufflinks and the laser shoes. <laughs> They're all making an appearance. Uh, look, I'm sure people have a problem with it, but I loved the fact that the doctor went and pre-programmed the plane in hindsight so that it could be landed with an app that was just the cutest thing in the world. And also when, <laughs> when they go, oh, thanks for reprogramming the plane, she's like, oh, the plane! And <laughs> quickly runs off and gets in the TARDIS. <laughs> It was very, very good fun. Also great to see the Master's TARDIS, which has been a clock and a pillar and all sorts of things in the past, just not changing from the house that was flying out the window. Uh, Paul on Twitter said, uh, I wondered if the flying outback station viewed through the plane window was supposed to represent the Master's TARDIS. Uh-huh. We found that out. That is entirely what it represented. Uh, so, yes, I... It was very cute. I still don't understand what the weird lady statue was, the spinning around wireframe thing in the glass box. Like, I know that was supposedly the DNA rewriting thing that the cassava were meant to, you know, store everything in us. Because it's kind of like, is that is that like the Matrix? Like, you know, the grey goo theory of uh, it's, it's a trope in science fiction where... AI takes over the world and humans are just used as batteries or in this instance as, you know, a storage device. You know, you're going to have to shove a USB hole in me and plug me straight into the iMac. That's going to be fun, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) 
I've already got a USB hole. I don't want you poking things in there, frankly. Um, but yeah, I mean, is it a USB-C? Is it an A? Is it one of those mini? Like, you know, I don't know if you've got an, a compatible cable for my USB hole, frankly. I want to know. How are you going to get into my DNA? Uh, I'm turning it to my mother now. Um, oh, speaking of mothers, what a tragic scene between Barton and his mum. Like, it's this is one of those things with writing where you kind of, it's, it's it's, you know, called the iceberg theory, where all you get is the little tip of the iceberg, but the character has so much more going on beneath the surface. And that scene with him, because I was like, why is Lenny Henry playing this as such a kind of doer? You know, he's not that driven. He's not kind of a, a crazy lunatic sort of, uh, you know, character like, say, the master or... The oh my god, the weird interpretation of Lex Luthor in that Batman versus Superman film. Look, the less said about that, the better. Uh, but yeah, like he was a very kind of straightforward, and you just sort of felt like there was something going on under the surface. It's like what it, what is what is going on with him? Why is he so driven? And then you have this scene with his mum, where his mum seems never to have approved of him, and rather than him, you know, going well, you know. This is this is my driving force. This is what keeps me going forward. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna kill my mum. And it's like, whoa, that is that is not okay. That is a really dark, dark moment in this episode. I really think the the writing has been great these last two episodes. Yes, it's bombastic and silly and it's a romp and there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on, but the character moments uh have been really, really full on. Like the master feeling, you know, maligned and hating the Time Lords and just angry. And and, and I still don't even know what's going on with this timeless child thing. Like everything they knew about the, the Time Lords was wrong. I, I just don't know if this is going to pay off this season though. I worry that this is something that we're going to be left with until season 13. I know I said that yesterday, but I just... It is my fear. Uh, I mean, if the next episode is not written by Chibnall, I, we're not going to get any payoff. This is just going to be a one-off episode, obviously. Uh, the Edheim Orphan 55 that's coming next week. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Now, should we go back in time and watch the first appearance of The Master? I mean, it is the 49th anniversary of the episode, uh, as it is the 49th anniversary of me. Uh, so, as it's my birthday on Thursday... What I will do for Friday's episode, uh, I'm going to watch The Terror of the Autons uh, from Season 8. It's the first one with Joe Grant. Uh, last time I watched it was with Katie Manning uh, when I was hosting uh, an event with where Katie appeared for the Doctor Who Club of Australia. Such a fun day. And I believe Katie is appearing on Whovians this week. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, that will be on Thursday night on the ABC. I won't be there, obviously, because I'm on the Gold Coast, love. I'm on holidays. I'm on holidays for months now. Um, so, yes, thanks for being here. Uh, please send me all of your theories. Theory at adamrichard.com.au, at adamrichard on Twitter, at Adam. Richard on, no, 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 that's um, on Instagram. Oh, Lord, I'm halfway through a coffee. I don't even know my own name. Uh, also, fabulous at Richard on Facebook. Uh, I want your theories. Please jam them in my theory. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.